0: Social proof. It's not what you say you've done for other people. It's what other people say that you've already done for them. The results that mm. you've already provided for people. The proof in the pudding.
1: Welcome to the Insurance Producers Podcast, where we bring you the top personalized producers, insurance agents, and industry partners, giving you at least three takeaways to 10x your production and build your multi-million dollar revenue books. So sit back, relax, and become inspired by the success stories and strategies of the world's top insurance minds. Let's roll. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Insurance Producers Podcast. Uh, Today, we have an incredible uh, person with us, Mike Stromso. How are you?
0: Great. How are you?
1: I am doing good. And the insurance people, you know who Mike is. And if you don't know Mike, you're going to get to know Mike a little bit today. Um, I'm super excited, man. I want to learn today and I hope you guys learn uh today as well. He's got some really, really cool stuff going on. Um and uh yeah, we'll we'll kind of get to it, Mike. I think a lot of people maybe if they don't know, just a quick synopsis of um uh, kind of where Mike came from and, and what you're doing today in the industry and uh we'll dive into some questions.
0: Well thanks for the opportunity. Again, I'm grateful to be able to share with your crowd uh today uh just a little bit and like we were talking about just a minute ago, we just want to share one or two or three gold nuggets that they hope they can immediately implement in their agency business. And why me? Um, I've got over 35 years of experience as a proud 100% of the time independent insurance agency owner, grew the agency very quickly to a million in revenue, and everybody said, how did you do that? Mm-hmm. I said, well, it's easy. You just do this, this, and this. And they go, well, can you teach us? Mm-hmm. And that's where UPP was born. UPP, meaning the Unstoppable Profit Producer Program. And so we've been out there formally teaching agents our strategies surrounding the three P's, people, processes, and promotions, Mm -hmm. uh, for approximately nine years now. It's a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to give back to the industry that has been so good to me, my family, and everybody uh, in our circle. So thank you for the opportunity today to share. Yeah,
1: absolutely, man. I'm. I'm honestly, I've, I've done a lot of research. We just met less than a month ago, um, so I've been kind of l- l- hearing about you on LinkedIn. I'm hearing some of the things you're doing, learning more about UPP. Um, so honestly, this will be great for me as well, and our producers that are going to listen to the podcast and everybody else. So, so UPP coaching, coaching and training, training producers, uh, Mike, and it, I'm assuming it has three core principles. Right?
0: Three core your, principles, your- the power of three.
1: The PPP, right?
0: So PPP, the percent- the excellent people, perfect. Excellent people, and yep. if you're a producer out there, you've got to be excellent every single day in every single way, even when you don't feel like it. That was, I think, one of the things that I was so fortunate to be able to do. If I was having a bad day, if I was had the kids were acting up, and I was able to put my game face on when it was game time. So excellent people working within world-class processes. You've got to have processes. You've got to have a system. You've got to have a sales system. That's why we created the Sales Growth Accelerator to help agents have a system. And you have excellent people, meaning you if you're a producer, world-class processes and systems, and then you simply promote the heck out of it. Your results, you will grow. You will create wealth, meaning books of business, and you'll have more freedom. Be be able to get call your own shots to live life on your terms. I'm up at our mountain property. That's just one of our homes. Because we've grown to the point where we've been able to do that. It works if you follow the plan. Beautiful. So people process
1: and then and then promote it. Um, I want to go back to the people, man, because the people are the reason I am where I'm at today. I mean, I, I tell people all the time, I haven't produced a piece of business in four years. And I've been in the industry on the independent channel for four years because right when I came in, I said, okay, there's two things I can do. I can get, get into the grind of it, which I did for six years at State Farm, or I can invest in people. I can teach people how to do it. And then, kind of, we all take it to the next level. So, I want to talk a little bit about 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 the people. What are two or three things you look for um, potentially in a producer? Um, that, that maybe that you see some place that you're like, this person would be a great insurance person. What are two or what are some two or three things that you have internally that you see some of the people in the UPP that exemplify greatness mm-hmm. into the insurance? What, what are two or three characteristics of those people, man, that that the producers should know about?
0: Wow, that's tough to limit it to three. But uh, probably the first one that comes to mind is they got to be coachable. Mm-hmm. They've got to be coachable. They want to learn. They want to grow. They're willing to listen to somebody else's opinion as to how there might be a better way to do things. Hmm. So they've got to be coachable, number one. Number two, they have to be willing to change. They have to be nimble and adaptable. Remember, change is not a four-letter word. So you have to be able to shift and be nimble. When things change in front of you... and. Our industry, yeah, something's going to change by the top of the hour. Guarantee it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you got to be mm-hmm. coachable. You got to be willing to change and able to change quickly as things change mm-hmm. around you. And 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 most importantly, from a self-development standpoint, yeah. you've got to invest in yourself every single day, exercising great daily habits. I didn't say when you feel like it, habits. I'm talking about great daily habits. I mean, me personally, still to this day, after now 36 years in the industry as a licensed agent, independent agent, I still have daily habits where the first hour and a half of my day is nothing to do with business. Mm. Now, Granted, our family's grown and I don't have the kids at home and all that, but still, even if I did, I'd just get up earlier knowing what I know now, right? First hour and a half, I invest in myself Mm -hmm. to get my mind right, to keep my body healthy, to make sure that I'm ready to play at the top of my game every single day. And there's days I don't feel like it, too bad. You can't, no days off. Mm -hmm. Because it's the the airline flight attendant analogy, right? Mm -hmm. I just topped this at a mastermind in in Washington State recently. Showed him a picture of the airline flight attendant. Mm -hmm. When the airline flight attendant is on the plane, teaching you to put on your own life vest and get your own oxygen order and everything else in the event of an emergency why is she doing that because you need to prepare yourself because you can't help anybody else or serve anybody else until you're prepared to do it so
1: beautiful let's dig deeper there man and 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 our audience knows this, but like this podcast, man, it's like all organic. Like I said, Hey Mike, we're going to talk about, it's about producers, this podcast. We've had no conversations other than that. It's like, Hey, let's see where it True. goes. Like, That's- it, for, it, things just flow based on what you say. Um, and And so this podcast, we have no like agenda whatsoever, but I just want to talk. I want to give two or three things to the producers. I want to dig deeper inside. So invest in your, what are you doing, Mike? Right in that hour and a half, are you meditating? Are you working out? Are you just silence? Like, what are some things you are doing yourself uh, to get you ready in that hour and a half?
0: I've learned at this point in my life, I'm not holding anything back ever. So, I will mm-hmm. give them the unadulterated raw truth.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So, I get out of bed, and the first thing I do when I get out of bed is I walk out. Well, I go out and I stretch. No, Sometimes I'll go put the coffee in the coffee maker and then I'll okay. stretch or sometimes I stretch and do that depending on how well I slept. But anyway, mm-hmm. I stretch is my first goal, right? So I spend, you know, 10, 10 minutes or so stretching, get my body loose and ready because I'm going to exercise in a few minutes. And then mm-hmm. personally, I pray. I'm already on the ground and so I'm on my knees. Personally, I pray, but, you know, it's not for everybody. Meditation, whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. After that, then I get up. And I make sure there's coffee made in the coffee maker. I get my stuff out because I drink a shake in the morning, and I drink a shake at noon, and I have a healthy meal. That's my life. That's how I keep mm-hmm. myself healthy. So I get myself up to my shake, uh, put my get coffee ready, pour the coffee in the co- water in the coffee maker, then I go exercise. Mm-hmm. Uh if I've got enough time, I will do about thirty minutes of, you know, kind of a run walk thing. Uh, with an audio headset. That's how I'm getting my mind right. I'm listening to mm-hmm. books constantly. I will mm-hmm. probably go through three or four books a month from an audio learning standpoint. Uh, generally, right now, I do have another book that I'm uh, going through on a reading stamp- standpoint. It's 177 Mental Toughness Secrets of World-Class mm-hmm. Champions. That's awesome. So I'm reading one secret a day. After... So... If I go through the audio that particular day, if I have time, after I get home, then I jump on my bicycle. Mm. Me personally, I live in Southern California. I've got hills. I'm a road Mm. bicyclist. It's how I've kept myself healthy. It frees my mind incredibly. So I will go riding for 45 minutes to an hour, depending on how much time I have. I will come home, walk in the house. I'll hit the coffee maker, start making the coffee. Then I sit down and I write my, my wife a note. And the note every day is just one thing that I'm grateful for about her. So I'll say, happy, happy uh, Friday. Thank you, honey, so much for, even if it's washing the clothes, Mm -hmm. you know, or whatever it is, just one little thing, you know, and then I put it on her dashboard because she's a night owl. I'm a morning guy and she'll Mm -hmm. see it first thing. I just kind of leave it at that. Go back in the house got my coffee, make my shake, take my coffee upstairs. At that point I sit down and I have three different daily reads that I read. And once and and they're all short. They're mm-hmm. 5 to 8 minutes each. Okay. So I go through all three of those while having my coffee and my shake. At that point, I am ready to attack the world.
1: Good for
0: you. Now most importantly, at that point, um, my recommendation, I was just on with a group of uh, agency leaders a few minutes ago. and we were talking about this exact subject, our encouragement was to tackle your top three priorities first mm-hmm. at that point, but you're ready and prepared to do it. Because Ben oh, Franklin the, said you're if you're in the right
1: mindset, you're in the right mindset because the, the worst exactly. thing you want to do is wake up and try to tackle those things, you know, because you got to get your mind right. You know, you got to kind of give it give it what it needs uh, to wake up. I, I know the answer to this and I'm going to and, and you you don't drink your coffee first. And a lot of people, you, you you should wait an hour to drink your coffee, get your body to wake up by itself. Like, what is your reasoning? Because everybody else that wakes up. First thing they pick up is the coffee. Like, all right, I gotta get the coffee to get me ready, right? So I'm
0: curious. Well, I'm gonna give you a two-sided answer. Uh-huh. First, with all love and respect to everybody out there, I don't care what anybody else does.
1: huh
0: Because number two, I do what works for me mm-hmm. to allow me to perform at the highest level.
1: Good for you. Good for you. Um, I love I love your morning workout, man. Um, if um, if 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 somebody is like, man, like that's that's a lot. Can I just pick one thing? What would be one thing that you couldn't live without every morning?
0: That's a tough question. Uh, I'm gonna say, ah, uh, I, so I would do the audio work, okay, in combo with the exercise, okay, okay. So okay. I, I mean, I, I live, I live in a rural area. And around a block that I live off of, it's 2.2 miles, and it's got hills. Yeah. So, you know, I, I like to run, but, you know, I, I like to – but I'm older. So sometimes I'll walk, sometimes I'll run, but I'll do a walk-jog too. I would do that at a faster pace.
1: Good for you. But that's why Good I ride
0: a bike. You. It's easier on my knees because i got football needs, old football knees. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, well, you look great man. Investing in yourself is by far the best thing you could do man as as a father, as a husband, as a as a son, as a producer, anything. It's the best thing you could do for yourself is invest 100%. in yourself and it's so what you eat, what you put in your body, like I talk to our team all the time. I'm like, guys, like I know it's easy to go to Popeyes right there or whatever, or, you know what I'm saying, but like they just think about what's going to happen an hour from now because you're not the same producer when you put some of those things in your body. So investing in yourself is not just about the exercise it's what you put in your body. Um, and, 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 it's so, so important, man. So I want to talk about the hard market, man. Cause I know you said number two, uh, for you was, uh, was, 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 was that our market is going to change. Our industry is going to change. It's changed since we've been talking for the last 20 minutes. So, um, producers right now, Mike, um, that are coming into the industry or that have been in the industry for a while, uh, what should they be doing today uh, in this hard market?
0: Positioning themselves to always be answering the question, why should people do business with you over and above any and all other options available to them? Hmm. I'll let that one set for a minute and I'll repeat it. Because every time I say that, I watch people trying to write it down. Mm -hmm. Why should people do business with you over and above any and all other options available to them? Frankly, they don't need you. They have plenty of options out there. For some reason, they're communicating with you. And on the reverse, how do they like to communicate? Because it's not about you. And I want to instill this point. It is not about you. It is about them. So how can you best serve them? How do they like to communicate? Yeah, you're going to email them this. Well, emails for information, communication is done by phone or Zoom or face-to-face. And insurance is a mystery. People don't understand it. They don't like to deal with it. They really don't want to be talking to you, but they have a reason for to be talking to you. So you got to serve them how they want to be communicated with. Mm-hmm. So Interesting. You've got to oh, be I answering that question and co- consistently improving your answer to that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, it it's, it's such a loaded answer. I mean, I could go in a lot of different directions here. If you want me to just piggyback one on social proof.
1: Yeah.
0: Social proof. It's not what you say you've done for other people. It's what other people say that you've already done for them. The results that you've already provided for people, the proof in the pudding. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could tell them all day long, but oh, he's an insurance guy. He's just telling me that because he wants me to buy his policy. But when other people say, "No, I've been doing business with Cyrus for years. They are incredibly awesome. I wouldn't do business with anybody else." When they see that from somebody else, and they just happen to know of the person even better, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. and so that's. And I'm not just talking about Google reviews. There's a lot of other ways to build your social proof arsenal, including your written guarantee, including uh, your written live reference list, and all of that. And that's all. These are all things that we teach. So, I I love that. I.
1: What is the number one form of communication in the insurance world? What is the number one form of communication that's the most impactful? to the other, to to the
0: consumer? Well, I I believe personally, and it always will be, face-to-face. Elbow to elbow, shoulder to shoulder. However, uh, in all clarity, uh, it's not always possible in today's world. So, you know, what, what a lot of people use nowadays is Zoom. That's an adequate second. It's not the same. Phone mm-hmm. is third. And you know, ultimately, like I said, emails for information, phone is for communication, uh, or texting and that kind of thing. But you know, you can't go deep emotionally in that form of communication. Mm. Because let's face it, sales is an emotional transaction for the most part. It's not a logical transaction, it's mostly an emotional transaction. So that's the only way okay. to trade that emotion.
1: 100%. It's, it's very hard for somebody to say no face-to-face for the producers uh, versus through text or phone. I mean, if you think about it, if I don't want to do something, and I, I'm a, I, I, it's, I have a hard time saying no. So if I don't want to do something, the, the easiest way for me is to just to text them and say, hey, like I don't want to do that. But if they're in front of me, but like, sure, where do I sign? You know, because like, it's just very hard, especially if the other person is building a connection.
0: So let's give them an advanced strategy just to think about if they're not already using it. Many listening to this or watching this may be using it already. Congratulations. Yeah. The better the question, the better the results. Hmm. So our goal as producers and and agents helping people is to come up with a better question. example. I'm going to give you one example from a training standpoint, and then I'll give you another one from an insurance sales standpoint. Fair enough? Please. Uh, please. Okay. So this one I came up with when I was training a group of industry leaders, and I had about a week to prepare. So I thought, all right, I got to come up with the best questions, right? And I came up with this question, a group of six leaders on a forum. And I said, hey, everybody, we did a little intro and this and that. I said, Hey, I got a question for everybody. I just want to learn more about you and understand where you're at. So here's my question for you. What daily habits do you do most every day? Can't cancel. What habits, what daily habits do you do every day or most every day? And I said it like that intentionally because we're all imperfect and it's good to be vulnerable. That's how you have a human connection, right? Mm-hmm. What day ha- daily habits do you do every day, or most every day, okay, to improve your blank skills?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What daily habits do you do every day, or most every day, to improve, improve your blank skills? And in that form, it was leadership skills. If you're a producer, what do you do every day to improve your sales skills? Service skills, accounting skills, leadership skills, whatever. So that was really, really good. If I'm dealing with a consumer, Cyrus, thank you so much for spending some time with me together today so I can learn more about your current insurance program. Before we get started, can you describe for me the number one reason that we're meeting today? And what you're dissatisfied with in your current insurance program? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. As an example, I've got actually mm-hmm. scripted questions. Yeah. I'm just flying off the top of my head here, but Yeah. That's because amazing. and you and you've got to sit there and let them respond. They may not have a quick answer, like uh uh mm-hmm. uh. And of course a lot of people can say, well, price. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, an answer, thank you for sharing that. So, are you price shopping or protection shopping today? Here's another one in that context, and I used this years ago, and I said, wow, that was a good one. I'm going to do that again. So, I had somebody in the office face-to-face, and they brought in their policies, which was a requirement, and still, to this day, should be a requirement. Lots of technology that can help with that and make it mm-hmm. quick. Yeah. Thanks to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> With that being said, so brought the policies in, I'm looking at the policies and I quickly identified from a nationally known captive carrier, won't name any names. Uh-huh. Starts and I nasty. looked at it and I said, you own a home and you've got twenty five fifty limits. In my head, I'm thinking, oh, I got this one, right? I said, so Cyrus, thanks so much for bringing this in. I've had a chance to review it. Let me ask you a question. When you hear the word insurance, What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Protection or price? Mm-hmm. At that point you gotta shut up. That person said protection. Boom. I haven't. Yeah. I said thank you. I, I'm just trying to understand. Looking at this, you own a home, right? You have some equity in the house? Yeah, mm-hmm. we got lots of equity. Do you are you aware that your current policy, if you hit somebody else and injure them? that your policy is going to pay $25,000 to any one person and they're going to say thank you very much and you'll be responsible for the rest? Are you aware of that? Mm-hmm. No. I. What do you mean? What? So anyway, is the better the question, the better the results and when you ask the question, you just got to shut up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you know, it's like the first person that talks is lose talks, loses, right? So that that's the old sales rule, right? <laughs> uh, that's, uh, it's funny. You know, I I feel like salespeople just love to talk and I feel like as a producer and, and I don't consider our, myself a salesperson, even our team, like I'm like, guys, like put it all out there, tell them, tell them everything and then let them make the decision. You should not be going out there and making the decision for other people, uh, because you, you. You, you shouldn't because you're out there is uh, your responsibility is put it all on the table. Here's what I recommend. Here's what I would do. Here's what you have. What would you like to do? You know, at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I, 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 cause I mean, if you think about it, man, how many people are like, Oh, I have a million dollar umbrella policy. I'm like, guy, dude, you made 500,000 last year and you just have a million dollar policy and you're happy with that. You should be, you should have a $5 million policy. Cause, cause like you said, like, the the questions that you ask, like you have a you have a two million dollar house, something happens, blah blah blah, right? There's many different stories that you can um, that you can bring up that 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 enlightens those. So I appreciate you telling me that. So now we have talked about people are the most important people, uh, the more or the most important thing, obviously in your organization. Uh, number two is the process. Um, which is obviously extremely important. The process is the questions that you had, uh, the process is when somebody comes in, they have to bring in their stuff with them because you're obviously or using Canopy Connect or whatever. So you kind of have mm-hmm, all this stuff. Exactly. Ready to go. Yep. And then the last thing that I that you said was promote. Right. I want I want you to just share a little bit about promote. What do you mean by promote um, and how can the producers use that as an advantage?
0: Well, P.T. Barnum, I don't know if you've heard of him, the old circus mogul from a century ago, he said, without promotion, something terrible happens. Nothing. Mm -hmm. So it's important that every day uh, you learn how to promote and market yourself and your business. Mm -hmm. Okay. Not in a direct, hey, look at me type promotional marketing, but... Mm -hmm. Why should you do business with me and my organization over and above any other operate options available to them? That kind of, and mm. TOMA, which mm. is top of mind awareness. Yep. And one of our members brought up a couple of years ago out of the blue said, Hey Mike, that TOMA thing you talk about, you ever thought about calling it TOHA? I said, TOHA, what's TOHA? He said, top of heart awareness. Mm. I said, I like that. Back to the emotional sale, right? So we have a full marketing guide that we've developed. It covers all 12 months. It's got a calendar that includes all kinds of marketing. The number one thing I want to help people think about when they think about promotions and marketing, though, if you want to reach 100% of the marketplace, you've got to use 100% of the ways. Mm-hmm. Because I remember doing studies in my early days with my own family because we have a large family, six kids, spouses, grand, 13 grandkids, mm-hmm. and all these people, right? So I went and studied my own family. And I asked mm-hmm. every family member, how do you like to be communicated with? And I had all these answers mm-hmm. and I go, wow, my mom likes the phone. You know, son likes email. My dad likes email. Mm-hmm. And then text came home. Some of the kids like text now. Oh, some like my grandson, my six year old grandson. We got on the phone within the last year. We're on the phone. The phone. He goes, I don't want phone. I want video call. I want a video call. (laughs) Okay. All right, Mateo. Sorry, we're not home yet. We'll be home in 10 minutes and we'll video call you. Yeah. My son's Mateo. That's a beautiful name, man. Yeah, Um, but uh, he's a twin, Mateo Naviana. But anyway, uh, that's the way the world is. So you've got to meet them where they want to be met, right? So if you want to reach 100% of the marketplace, you've got to use 100% of the ways. I will give you one other big tip
1: please,
0: in the promotional realm, probably the biggest tip. Your list, the Mm. quality of your list, the completeness of your list is your absolute gold. Mm. Agreed. You've got to have a solid prospect database list, however you want to classify it. Beautiful. Well, hey, producers. And then then you got to figure out how do they like to be communicated with. We have strategies called marketplace research and all of the other strategies that are attached to that to find out more about the marketplace. Because ultimately what you want to enter, you want to enter the conversation that's going on in their minds.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I got two if more, you can two enter that conversation
0: that might be going on and and you know meet their pain meter, go ahead. I'm sorry, no. you're
1: right. No, you're good. I, I I just wanted to make sure. But go ahead, finish your thought.
0: No, that's it. it, it in the conversation, in their mind, if they they have a, some kind of a pain meter, like envision this on a scale of zero to ten, with ten being the most intense pain. With regard to an insurance mm-hmm. program, if their pain meter is at eight, nine, or ten. And you can enter that conversation, and you have a really solid opportunity
1: absolutely, absolutely. that's brilliant. We talked about people, we talk about process we got about we talk about we talk about promote, and I've got two more questions um the first one would be going going back thirty seven years you said thirty seven years ago, man, you're into the insurance industry um maybe your first or second year. would there be anything that you would go back? you'd be like. I wish I would have done that 37 years ago, 35 years ago. What would be something without, different you would do or what, what would that be?
0: Without question. And I'm not sure where this is going to sit with all your listeners. So I'm just going to say it. Yeah. yeah. Cause I, like I said earlier, I don't want to back anymore. Um, I remember having a conversation. I was a, about a year to two years in, I went to a young agents conference and I was huddling with young agents and, I made friends with uh, you know a guy there and he called me up and he said, hey, Mike, how's it going? I said, great. How are you? He goes, hey, that idea that we got at the conference, I've taken it and I'm running with it. Mm-hmm. I said, what's that? He goes, I'm going to be a niche agent in a mm-hmm. certain industry and that's all I'm going to focus on. I said, what are you going to do? He goes, well, I've got this company that specializes in this niche. Uh, they're a big dominant player and that's what I'm going to go after. I said, that's awesome keep in touch and let's keep in touch, right? So then Mike goes back to being his generalist. You're breathing, you have money, you need insurance, your mind mentality, and just kept doing what he's doing. Mm -hmm. And I did that for almost a decade before somebody told me, hey, you don't have to write everybody. Mm -hmm. I don't? Well, the law is they have to have insurance. Well, they don't have to buy it from you. I said, really? That's when I learned how to write package business. That's when I learned how to write profitable business and how I really learned how to be truly an insurance professional. Find something you do that you do well, that you have carrier partners for if that's a luxury. Uh, you You can lean towards some type of personal lines, make it a niche, or you can make it in commercial lines. There's so much opportunity out there. The sky's the limit. But back to the question. Or the answer to the question, why should people do business with you over and above any and all the options available to yeah. them? So position that all together, and you can have anything you want.
1: I love that. I love that. And I've taken that, taken that to heart, man. Like we, folk, we have one product in our agency. It's called Homeowner's Insurance. And and, and this, was, this was seven, eight years ago when I was even at State Farm. I said, guys, we're going to be the best homeowners insurance agency in the world. Nothing else. The best homeowners insurance agency in the world. And we're going to partner with the best mortgage and realtors in the world. And our whole organization is run based on just one product and then the two people that send us the most business. And that's all we do. And now 95% of our business comes from one of those sources. And Pack package business comes with homeowners, so man, we took that we took that to heart. So I love that you said that because being a niche agency, man, and it's obviously uh, very profitable. It's going to differentiate you from other from other from other agencies because man, you could throw a rock and you can hit an agency anywhere you are anymore. You know, so um, I love that answer. So my um my my last question to you, and we'll kind of go into 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 ending it, um is. Win the day that you—that used to be kind of like my motto, right? It was like win the day, and and I know we talked a little bit about self development and stuff. Um, what is a Mike Strom so win the day look like? Like if you kind of laying laying in bed, you're like, man, I won that day. What are maybe two or three things that must have happened for you to say, you know what, man, that was a good day? Because as we know, man, as we get older, you know, you're obviously a little bit older than me, but not the next day is never promised, man. So what you do every day is extremely important, whether it's spending time with your kids or your significant other or whatever you do at your work. Um, Every day matters, right? To me, every day matters. I got to do two or three things. Is there two or three things in your day, Mike, that that you must do to win your day?
0: Hmm, that's a great question. One that I'm going to think about for a second. Uh, I will throw out something that hopefully will fuel my thought to the right place on this for everybody listening and watching. Yeah. Uh, I recently got done with a three book study, uh, a book called "The Who Not Who Not How" by Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Who not how? You want to find the who, not how you're going to do it. Okay. If you're an entrepreneur, second was the gap in the gain. Same author, Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And the third one is 10x is easier than 2x. Okay, mm-hmm. That one in the middle the gap in the game. I picked up from that book so much knowledge. Mm-hmm. And one of the big takeaways from that is, uh, it was a co-author, Dan Sullivan. Uh, one of them said, at the end of each day, you should write down three gains for the day. And the th- mm-hmm. theory of the book is, we, look, we all have bad days, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, But if you're having a bad day or you're in a bad mindset, the quickest thing you need to do is identify it and get out of it. Mm. If your head gets into the gap, get it out of the gap and back to the game. Mm. And so once I went through that two or three months ago, I said, I'm going to start writing down three gains Mm. every day, right before I go to bed. And I intentionally do not look at email or social media anything within an hour of going to bed. And I go you. to bed, I don't, no electronics, it's completely dark. My sleep is my prime time, right? Because I need to rest mm-hmm. so I can be highly energized for the next day. Mm-hmm. So the gap in the gain, three gains. What do my gains look like for a day? Well, I'll just use today as the best example I've yep. got. Please, please. Okay. I got this morning, did my thing that I just described. Up at our mountain house, I've got a Peloton bike. It's the only way I can exercise. Yep. I mean, I, um, my wife doesn't want me riding on the roads. So anyway, um, so I got my whole thing done this morning, like I described. Yeah. Next, that would be, uh, I had a good morning. I had my accountability session this morning. So that'll be the number one. Number one. Mm -hmm. I have an accountability partner that I meet with every week. 6 a.m. every Friday morning. Every Friday. Morning. Last mm. year, 51 of 52 days. You we know. don't miss. Period. No excuses. Cool. Right? Awesome. So one for today would be accountability session. Number two, I just got off a two-hour group coaching session with a bunch of agents. Off the hook for me.
1: Awesome.
0: Absolutely. So one of the biggest blessings of my life is the being able to share everything I've got here, my head and my heart, with agents everywhere. As you know, Cyrus, you do this, man. You do so much for the industry. There's nothing better, right? And number three, tonight I get to go have family time. We're going to head to a high school football game. Our oldest grandson is starting left tackle as a junior on his high school football team, an acclaimed football team. He's 6'3", nearing 250, and there's nothing better than family time.
1: I love that, man. I love that. You pretty much hit like for me. It's four buckets. Like I have okay. I get, did. I did. I hit my like my wife is one of the buckets. Like you know, kissing her and all that stuff, and affectionate and all that stuff that that she loves, right? Because that's her love language. With my kids, like my second bucket is the kids. Like, did I do that with the kids? My third bucket, which is the most important, is myself. Like, did I get my workout in the morning, 5.15 every morning? Did I get that? And then, which I did. And then, and then the fourth one will be the business. Did I do something to move the needle in the business? Whatever that is, today's podcast would be my, my business. I hung out with Mike Strom. So we talked about a really good conversation. We feel like even if we made a difference in one producer's life today or one little thing that they're doing that they take from this, that's a win for me. So I hit all four of my buckets, which is which is exactly what you said. So that's pretty that's pretty awesome, man. So um, Mike, where could um, where could people find you? Um, where could they find some information about UPP if they're interested on the producers one? Uh, and what could they find you, man? Because I think if people don't follow Mike Strom, so seriously, man, your LinkedIn is awesome. There's so much good content on LinkedIn on Facebook. Please, 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 please go follow Mike Strom. So how can they find you other than LinkedIn?
0: Uh, it's simple. Just go to unstoppableprofitproducer.com. Unstoppableprofitproducer.com. Or you can, if you want to call us, 800 770 9984. 800 770 9984. Or VIP at UPPLife.com. That's UPPLife.com cuz that's what everybody we work with that's our goal they get to live the UPP life like we get to live Cyrus that's cool that is awesome we get to Mike. we get to live a life where you know we got a growing business we're creating wealth yeah. and we get to have more freedom and Absolutely. who's got it better than we do right
1: nobody does man we're in the best industry for the producers man Mikey would say this we're in literally the best industry you could possibly. If this is a hard market where you're making more money in this market, <laughs> then you're in the right you're in the you're in the right business, man, you know. And I tell people this all the time. Yeah, rates have gone up, but at the same time, it's more revenue, it's more challenging. You connect with your clients more because they're calling you. It's a good time.
0: There's people out there that can show you a way to shift that in your favor. And I know some of them. So if you ever want to connect with me, I'll be happy to show that. Or you Yeah.
1: We could, I mean, we I'll, can I'll, I'll, I'm,
0: we're not going to leave him hanging. Should we not leave him hanging? I, I don't think so, we should. Uh, do you know Seth Zarumba? I do know Seth Zaramba. Yes. Yeah. So he connect with Seth. He'll he'll show you a way. Yeah. You will. You'll have more than you know what to do with. Yeah, Believe Seth me, Seth is the guy you should. Seth is the guy everybody
1: should know. Um, everybody should know. A hundred percent. He was on your podcast, wasn't he? I think that's where I heard him. He was. Yeah. yeah. He was he was on your podcast. Hey, what's your podcast? If people want to hear listen to your podcast. So you could tell everybody. It's UnstoppableProfitPodcast.com. It's amazing. It's amazing. Go check it out guys. Mike Strom, so I appreciate you man. Have fun in the mountains uh and uh keep living the dream.
0: Cyrus. There's yes. no other options. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Thank you Mike. Thank you Enjoy so much it, for the opportunity and Today's going to be the exception. Today's going to be four gains because you're on the list.
1: Yeah, here we go. Hey, appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. All right, Thanks man. so much. Mike. Take care.
0: Uh, yeah. Thank you nice for day. all you do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to you soon. All right, bye bye. Bye bye.